Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Taking His Hand podcast presented by TruthBooks.com. I'm Lance Taylor, the Director of Operations here at CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, and I'm thrilled to have joining me today Mr. Charlie Hughes. Charlie is well known in this area for his work at UG White and also his involvement with the Athens Storytelling Festival. Uh, maybe lesser known is that his wife works with us here, Miss Joan. <laughs> Uh, those of you who are our CEI customers, you would know that because you talk to Ms. Joan on the phone quite a bit. Uh, but Charlie, it's so good to have you here with me today. It's good to be here. It really is. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is uh, there's an interesting history here. And that's kind of what we yes, want to talk is. about today is. is the the history of CEI Bookstore, especially as it relates to Athens and some of the things that you uh, have known through the years because of your involvement. But maybe, maybe start out and you tell our audience about you now and... Uh, and then we can kind of work our way back to, to where all this started. Now, I guess I'm semi-retired. I work two days a week. I don't work very much. I work Tuesdays and Thursdays normally at UG White. Been there since 2007. And uh, since uh, Derek Young bought the store in 2007, it was closing. And uh, so he bought it and didn't want it to close. So I start from there. And um, like I say... I'm retired from flying, I'm retired from the post office, I'm retired from a lot of things, and uh, but I don't want to quit. I just, <laughs> I don't want to give up. I think you need somewhere to go, something to do every day, but I don't do it every day, but uh, I, you just need to stay busy, because if you sit down, I think you just, you'll just vanish away. Well, I, I think, think it's gone. You're gone. I don't think anybody who knows you, Mr. Charlie, is saying <laughs> you sit down and, and I do don't it. do, I don't let too much grass That's run. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe take us back. Take us back to uh, how you would first know about things at CEI and some of that history and, and what It that all means. goes back, I guess I was not a Christian in 1955. I met a girl from uh, Campbellsville, Tennessee, Ann Wells. And we were married in, in, uh, in 1955. And she, of course, introduced me to Christ. And I've been a Christian ever since 1955. And we moved to Indiana. I had a sister living there. And we went up to visit her. And we liked Indiana. So in a month or so, we moved to Indiana. Absolutely moved in a car. We, we didn't have all just our clothes, that's all, and went to work for RCA. And then I went to work, went to South Marion Church of Christ in Indiana, and I became a Christian in February. I was baptized in a cold baptistry in, <laughs> in February in Indiana by Del Weiniger. From, he was Del Weiniger. Uh, and we went there at the same time, and so that's, kind of introduced me to the uh, the church. And then Cecil Willis, that was my connections with CEI. Mm -hmm. Cecil Willis came to me one day and he said, Charlie, I have a bookstore that's moving from Florida to Indiana. Would you like to run it? Was going to, it was Truth Magazine Bookstore. I don't know what it was actually called then, <laughs> but it was Truth. And I said, well, Cecil, I'm flying. I love flying now. I don't, I, I'm just really not interested at this time. So it, that was it. Then a few years later, several years later, he came to me again. He said, I have another bookstore. 
And he said, I don't know if you're interested. I said, well, Cecil, where is it? And he said, it's in Athens, Alabama. He said, that's the problem. It's in Athens, Alabama. I said, Cecil, my mother lives 15 minutes from Athens. My in-laws live 45 minutes from Athens. And I'm kind of tired of being gone all the time from home. I was flying everywhere. I might be interested. So that's how I got connected with CEI store in Athens, Alabama. Wow. I actually came home. So about what year was that? That know? was 1975. 75. Early 75. Yeah. Because we moved here in uh, August, I believe it was August or September, uh, maybe probably August of 75, we moved to Athens. Right. So those who, who may not know the, the history, in the mid-1950s, um, the bookstore in Athens had its roots from something totally different than Absolute, Cecil Willis. Absolutely. And the bookstore in Athens started with Benny Lee Fudge right. and his involvement at Athens Bible School. And, uh, and, and it, through the years, stayed with the Fudge family, even up through the time you're talking about. It, when I came here, yeah. Sybil was still here. Right. Edward was still here. Uh, they came in every day for a short time. They didn't yeah. stay long. But uh, the O.C. Birdwell was kind of the temporary manager at right. that time, uh, just waiting for me to get here. They actually, uh, I'll take you back, uh, Theron Bohannon from California bought the store. He bought all the stockholders out. And Theron said he was going to give the store to Truth Magazine. So that's how Cecil was involved. Right. They were getting the store free. For some reason, they decided not to take it after I came down here. So Theron actually ended up giving it to Florida College. Right. So they had it for 10 years. I never sent them a penny. <laughs> I never, they never told me what to do. It was almost kind of bad because I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> and they wasn't yeah. telling me what. You to were do. a small business I, owner, right? Even yeah. though you weren't actually the owner, <laughs> I, I wasn't owner, but everybody thought I owned it. Yeah. And uh, but the college, but one little interesting thing, they had a vehicle, and they told me when I moved down here, we will furnish you a vehicle. You can use it for personal use, whatever you want. Well, that vehicle was a 1955 Dodge panel truck with 250-something thousand miles on it. And I told the board of Florida College, I said, I don't believe this qualifies as a vehicle. <laughs> and so one day he called me, one of the board members said, can you meet me in Savannah, Tennessee? And I said, I guess I can. What, for what reason? Said I got you a new new truck, new van, <laughs> and that's how we got a new van. So that did kind of <laughs> uh, that was a real vehicle, yeah. and we did use it for personal use. Everybody thought, well, you used a couple. Well, yeah, that was part of our pay. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's how we got involved with that. And Florida College had it for ten years. Yeah. Well, maybe tell me during that time about the operations of the bookstore as far as. Who were the customers, and what was the experience like for them? And when we came here, there was very little. It was mostly mail order, very okay. little walk-in customers. We changed a lot of that because of the merchandise we put in. We put in office supplies. 
we put in things that would bring in people from the the community, mm-hmm. and um, we went to where at Christmas time was very big. We sold. I kept up with it two or three years. We'd sell a thousand Bibles during from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And the Bibles were a big thing, and I'm sure they still are. Mm-hmm. And um, but in in doing that, and we added computers. We sold computers. The college told me nothing. They didn't tell me, give me any guidance at all. I'm not saying that was bad. It was kind of yeah. good. They let me run it. And um, but we had no computers. We didn't. Just everything was hand done. Mm-hmm. And when I introduced computers to the employees, they threatened to quit. <laughs> <laughs> then, after we got computers, if we had taken them away, they would have quit. <laughs> you so, know, that's not a lot different than today. It's because right. if we introduce a new system or software, yeah. they go I'm quit. afraid people are going to quit them too. <laughs> that's it. So yeah. it went. And back in those days, I don't know how it is now. I think I know things have progressed. It's better and better. I think as time goes on, um, a lot of preachers would hang out at CEI bookstore. Of course, it was over on the square, and uh, y'all were there for a while of the for quite a while, I think. And uh, but they would hang out there. They maybe come and stay two or three hours, just yeah. hang out and talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't have the cell phones like you do now. That's the way you went. It was the meeting place. Yeah, Yeah. meeting place. And it was great. And I enjoyed the the preachers coming around. So that, and we got into that, and then it increased the the volume. We we didn't ship what you ship today, I guarantee you. What what went out of there every day, it was basically the same setup. The post office, the, they came every afternoon and picked up our packages. I think they do the same thing they today. Yeah. So that hasn't changed. Yeah. And uh, But uh, it just increased. And then after 10 years, the uh, Theron Bohannon course had given it to Florida College. Then Florida College uh, offered it to Truth for money for for I don't I'm, I I know what it was but I'm not going to say but I don't guess it's anybody's business right and um, so they could have had it for free they could have had it for free <laughs> had to buy but it they, buy, they bought it for quite a sum well, but put, not a lot you put value in it right I put I did <laughs> I actually got uh, yeah. uh, we got a, a great letter of accommodation uh, or appreciation letter from Florida College that went into the records their mm-hmm. their board meeting records the minutes. And saying what a good job we'd done, it had done, and I didn't know what good job we'd done. <laughs> you just <laughs> didn't work. I just we just worked and did what we thought was right, and apparently it worked out because then Truth, of course, didn't need me after they had their their group were moving down to Bowling Green, and then they had the store here. Right. That was. Still called CEI. Yeah. CEI, I guess, it still survived. <laughs> still today, yeah. It was then called. It was Christian. It was Christian Enterprises International. Right. I don't know what it's really called now. Well, originally, Benny Lee Fudge. It was uh, Christian Education Institute. Then he went to. He wanted went, to go international, right. and he did. Yeah. And, they moved. They had a store in Texas. Yeah. Was it Abilene? I believe it was in that area. And somewhere in around Abilene. And uh, then after that, I don't know what all happened. I right. don't. But well, a lot of to... things changed. You know, back uh, in the 1950s, there were a lot of 
uh, periodicals and uh, you know, oh. magazines and such that came up and uh, spawned out of a lot of the kind mm-hmm. of a, a new reformation almost in America with Christianity and especially getting back to the Bible, back to the Scriptures, yeah. and so many debates and such. But from that, some of these various magazines and periodicals came, came out and then that. some of these guys came back together, you know, ultimately. Yeah, uh, right. They, they did. They had one, the one magazine that was published here moved to Texas, I think, uh-huh. and we had the Cogdell Foundation in right. the beginning. I think it was called Cogdell yeah. Foundation. And uh, Roy Cogdell, I believe, was the guy that. Started. We still have a number of uh, Brother Cogdell's books, books, you know. And you and probably we authors. had local. We had Granville Tyler mm-hmm. had his books, Conchin books, and I think Francis Owen, Kirkendall Press, published some over. of those, yeah. I think. And uh, so it was. It was great. Uh, I enjoyed the the years that were here. Were here, the ten years, and then I started actually. We had a use your Bible workbooks. That was our basic publications, the usual, the workbooks. And Decatur Printing printed those. I went to them one day and said, uh, I, I, I inquired with the board, would you let me print the books? And they agreed to do that. So I set up and I printed the use your Bible workbooks myself. And they they did. We did get the store bought them for less money than than they were getting from Decatur Printing. So we bought all that Decatur Printing had of the usual Bible. I don't think they're in print anymore. So you had no, and and I think that's something we're even looking at potentially bringing back if we could. It was great little books. We have some similar things now, so there are some things available. But no, know your Bible is one that is still very Uh popular. well, and in that, there was a time where you had CEI Publishing. Yes. You know, it was yeah. actually named as CEI Publishing Pub- on, on those publications. We yes. still have some of the old prints uh, in stock that uh, show that, and that's kind of neat to see as well. And we had, a, as a lady that had the, the rights to the Use Your Bible workbook, so every month she got royalties from mm-hmm. it, and it, it amounted up to quite a bit. And I went to her and offered her, I don't recall the amount, a lump sum. Mm-hmm. She was getting older, and I, her brother kind of handled her business. And uh, I said, "I'll give you this amount, and we'll then that'll be the end of the royalties." And she agreed to it. So we, I paid her that amount, and that we stopped all the royalties. How about that? And we still deal with royalties today. Uh, yours truly right here does a lot of calculations <laughs> at least once a year. We pay most of our but, authors on an annual yeah. basis now, and. Um, and that author list has just grown and grown and grown and grown. Uh, it's still quite a thing to manage. Uh, it gives me quite a headache in January. I bet you it does. I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe, you know, I, I, I want to update our audience too. So, so this is about 1981 and following that things mm-hmm. really changed with really did, yeah. uh, Guardian of Truth Foundation, which later then becomes Truth Publications, which is even our parent company today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and there was a span of time with two bookstores operating where you had uh, the Athens bookstore, and you also had the Bowling Green bookstore. Bowling Green, right. Um, those things parted ways in the early 2010s, I guess it was, or, mm-hmm. late, or late 2000, between in that decade there. Yeah, right. And uh, there is still a bookstore in Bowling Green. I won't name the name. There you go. You don't have to give them. <laughs> but no, we, we have a good relationship with them. They're one of our biggest customers, and uh, we're probably one of their biggest customers because we buy and sell books back and forth. Um it's just interesting that 
through all that time, the Athens market has supported this. You mentioned that, and I guess this is where I wanted to get to, the bookstore used to be at the corner of, of Jefferson and Market Street, right. Uh-huh. right across from UGY. UGY, right, right yes. Right on the square. Right, right. That was a smaller building, I think originally a funeral home. Or, it was, it was, it was, uh, was it Spry? I believe it might have Spry, been Spry Funeral okay. Home. It was. Yeah, uh-huh. so uh, I'll get back to that in a second. So we're now we're sitting in offices inside uh, the building that we've been in since about 2012, mm-hmm. which... Uh, was the Beasley Produce Building. Right. Uh, I bought a lot of seed here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> a different kind of seed that we're planting and yeah. sending out of here now. Uh, but a lot of people would know it, but it's a much larger facility, so more can be warehoused here. But, but maybe talk about that old building and uh, some of the nuances of it. Well, it's the, the, it was a very unique building, and it was quite interesting. It was all cut up. It was usually upstairs for storage for the books. The usual Bible workbooks were basically up there. And uh, we had an old hand-operated rope where you pulled the rope and you took yourself up. <laughs> and it worked very well. In fact, we used it a lot. And you could come down very fast and just stop near the end at the bottom because you use the rope, you just kind of turn loose of it and let it go, and it would go pretty fast until you got near the bottom. And uh, that I guess it's still there. I don't know. I haven't I been know. in. The, I've, I've been, been in the, the coffee shop, but right. I haven't been back in the back. Yeah. And uh, but back where they embalmed the bodies is where we ship. That was our shipping department. <laughs> and Curtis Fudge. Uh, it was kind of when we moved down here in '75. I didn't know what how I was going to be uh, when I came down. How I was going to be greeted. Because I didn't know what kind of takeover it was. I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about it. So I called. And O.C. Werbel answered. And I said, I'm on the corner of Marion and, and Market Street. And he said, come on over. Come on over. So I went over. And Sybil was there, I believe. And But anyway, uh, that started from there. But I found out that the whole staff had been given a pink slip except Curtis Foote. Curtis was a shipping clerk. Curtis, they hadn't given him the pink slip. Well, we got in there about a week, and it's oh, my wife and I. Well, it didn't take but a day or two that say, two people can't run this. I mean, <laughs> so I hired Donna Barstow, Mamie Brackeen, two or three of them back. Uh-huh. I said, do you all want to continue to work here? And they said, yes, we do. So I hired them back. Yeah. And that's how they that came to be. And those are some names for people in Athens. Yeah, they would know them. Donna Barstow yeah. worked there for a long time. And Mamie Brackeen. And, and it, it, Mamie would, she would hunt a penny. If you were a penny short, she would spend a half a day looking. I said, Mamie, I'll give you the penny. <laughs> and she said, don't work that way. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> well, maybe, so So step back from all that for a second and give us your take on CEI Bookstore today. Uh, you know, a lot's changed, obviously. Oh, oh this, I think it's, I think it has improved. I'm just going to be, I, I was back in the day, uh, 75 to 85. But, it's, it definitely has improved. Your facility, it looks so nice. It's, the building looks great. I, the way you're doing things, you've got computers everywhere. And of course, you couldn't do without them. I mean, we know that. But back in the day, you did do without them. Right. And, uh, I just think it's improved. 
I think everybody, it's just, and what's going on with the technology today, I couldn't fit in. Today, had I, if I came back today, I would be lost because I, I'm, I passed this and I'm no, not planning on coming back to <laughs> the, all the technology of this. I've done everything. I've flown airplanes where I did, we did have the tech, but I'm not interested in going back and relearning all this stuff. So, well, we are. But it's great. I think it really has improved over the years. Well, appreciate that. We are grateful for your peace and all this. And that's kind of to me and in being involved in this for the past five years or so. I think one of the most interesting things to me is just how many people have had a helping hand in yeah. making this possible. And, you know, really the ultimate mission has never changed, although there's been different leadership and different visionaries in it, different ownership, uh, different places. Uh, but the, the idea has been, let's put, you know, good books in the hands of good Bible-believing people and, and help everybody in their walk of faith. And, uh, and it's just kind of interesting to see that common thread throughout all of that, and the journey has been really interesting. It's, it's, it's great, it's, and that's always been the case. It's always been the goal is to helping people. I came in from the outside. I was not a Christian. It's a little different. You're looking at it a little different from there, I think. Right. I think if you grow up as a Christian, that's great. I don't, I'm not yeah. knocking that. I hope, every, I hope a lot of we all do that, the families coming along. But it is different when you, you're introduced in, at a later, later life. I wasn't old. I was 21 years old. <laughs> but uh, still, I didn't grow up. I grew up kind of in the Methodist. I had an uncle who was a Methodist preacher and mm -hmm. my mother's brother. But uh, it's just, it's been a, a wonderful journey for me. I gave up flying that I loved, but I just got tired of being gone. I was gone I, one time gone for 25 days without coming home. Oh, wow. And that's where you got a wife, and at uh, that time I had three children. Yeah. That's a long time to be gone from home. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I just said, Absolutely. I can't do this. Well, Charlie, we could sit and talk all day. We could. You've got all kinds of stories. And <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> I tell you, I, I would invite everybody to follow UG White, follow the Athens Storytelling Festival. Those are some of the ways that you can stay connected with some of the things that Charlie is currently involved in. Uh, next time you talk to Miss Joan on the phone here at the bookstore, <laughs> ask how Charlie is. She'll get a kick out of that. Yeah, I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> for sure. See how I'm doing. I'm getting older, and that's all right. <laughs> I did want to mention a couple of things. We do have a little small booklet uh, here in the bookstore titled Who We Are, and uh, it tells a little bit of that story from some of our current uh, and recent board of directors and, and the leadership of the organization. Uh, and then I'd also invite you to, if you don't subscribe to Truth Magazine, uh, consider taking a subscription to Truth Magazine. The print edition is only $36.95 for an annual subscription currently, uh, $14.95 for just the digital uh, one-year subscription. And uh, there are great articles in the magazine, but also you get some insights to history. At times, we'll kind of do a little revisionist visit on things, uh, and that's a good way to see that. And uh, we, we just would like for folks to, to be sure they know that. Um, Charlie, I, I guess... Maybe tell us what you've got going on these days. Is there something that I know the storytelling festival has kind of been in flux for the last couple uh, of years? We, we're, we're all lined up for next year. We have a tent. We would have had uh, the festival this year, but we couldn't get a tent uh, for two or three reasons. They were using tents for some of the hurricane people that were, mm -hmm. they needed tents. And then they had a problem with people putting the tent up and installing the tent because they just didn't have the help. 
So we just couldn't get a tent this year. And that was the reason we didn't have it this year. We did have a little mini storytelling last Thursday night with Donald Davis. But we plan to have a full-fledged storytelling festival next year. It'll be in October. I think it starts the week maybe the 17th of October because we try to avoid Halloween night on right. if it comes on Saturday. So you can start looking forward to that. And uh, we'll have a great lineup of the tellers. And it'll be a very fun, fun, fun thing under the tent. Absolutely. Downtown Athens, under the, under the tent. It'll only be one block from right where we that's are. That's right. Now. <laughs> yeah, come visit the bookstore too. You know, and in all seriousness, that's part of also what I wanted to have Charlie in here today for is uh, this Athens area is really neat. There's a lot of history here. There's a lot of opportunity uh, as far as being a visitor and a tourist, even in town that a lot of people don't realize. A lot of southern charm. Uh, a lot of hospitality, but then there are some really key events like the Fiddler's Convention, Amen. the Storytelling Festival, uh, and, and so much more. So just kind of, if you've never visited Athens, I would encourage you to take a look and uh, maybe plan a visit down here and certainly come by the bookstore on South Marion Street. We're just uh, about a block off the square. We're really close to downtown, so we'd love to have you come visit with us and, and visit Charlie at some of these events. It's, gr it's great. It's just a great place. Downtown Athens is unique. Uh, I don't know another town around that has the square like we do. Yeah. Uh, that you so much going on. And you can come by at night. You know, see the north part of the square. Just boom. cars everywhere. Yeah, yeah boom. absolutely. So it's great. Well, thank you, Charlie, hey, so much. Great, it's been enjoyed been it. Good. We'll we'll maybe do it again sometime. I don't know. It's it's been really fun uh, talking with you today. I always say I talk till I can think of something to say. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, everybody. We value your feedback. If there's something you want to hear us talk about on the podcast, reach out to us at podcast at truthbooks.com by email. And uh, until next time, we hope that you keep taking His hand, taking God's hand through His Word, as we help each other toward that heavenly home. Amen.